The series is tied. The Jazz are alive. Boyan's a hero. And Donovan passed to Rudy for the game winner. It's all coming up on Postcast. David Locke along with Ron Boone as the Utah Jazz have tied the series at two games apiece in a stunning, surprising win over the Dallas Mavericks. Only stunning and surprising because Luka Doncic hit a three to put the Mavericks up four, and it sure seemed like it was over. And the series was 3-1 to the Mavericks, and the last rights were going to be read to the Jazz as they headed to a funeral in Dallas. But instead, <laughs> it is tied at two apiece as Donovan Mitchell got his own rebound, put it back up and in, and made the free throw. Then Dwight Powell missed two free throws. Then Donovan with a beautiful pass and a great dunk by Rudy Gobert, and then the Jazz forced it out of Lucas' hands late. Donovan closing on Spencer Dinwiddie. And the Jazz get the win. There's a lot to talk about, but let's talk about the close first, Ron Boone. Yeah. The close was uh, something fans like to see if you're the home team, that's for sure. But what a more exciting basketball game for the team, for the, the TV, the people that's listening to us on air or, or watching it on TV, a, a, a photo finish for the most part. But it's the, the free throws that was missed, uh, uh, the lob pass that Rudy was able to get, and, and, and you know, as far as make it the game winner. But these are ball games that guys like you get excited about. Well, you get excited too, by the way. And you've been in the league for 40, this is your 47th year, over 50 years in the game. So, like, if it gets you excited, uh, certainly uh, that does. Uh, Wow. My Um, my biggest kick, though, is the execution of of the play, you know, and and because they're, they're professional players out there. I mean, they're supposed to make certain plays out there. They're like 90, 95% plays out there that should be executed and should be made at the rim but it's the execution of the plays i think i get excited well, let's about. talk about because the lob to rudy takes a lot donovan has to do a lot of different things right in that play right. to make that play so one of the things that was maybe the most important was that they switched which mm-hmm. they have not done in those circumstances very often it, they usually will drop powell but powell came out to donovan and then usually in that circumstance donovan says I'm going to take you because I can take Dwight Powell. But instead, he reads that Rudy's gotten behind Finney Smith. And that was a hard lob over Powell to get it up to Rudy Gobert and a pretty good catch and dunk. But Donovan has to make a lot of reads right there, correct? Exactly. And plus, he had to split two defenders, if I remember correctly. The the defenders wasn't that close, but he still had to get between two defenders. And then he had the defender on his back for the most part. But the, the lob pass was probably wasn't a perfectly thrown lob pass because it wasn't de- directly at the rim. It was about a couple of feet off the rim, but fortunately, Rudy was going toward the basket to the point where he had to catch and still reach. It was just one heck of a play by Donovan, but one heck of a play there by, by Rudy being able to catch and finish. And then the final play, uh, Brunson brings it up instead of Doncic as the Jazz denied Doncic the ball. Then they got it to Doncic. He dribbles to the right side, and the Jazz have two guys on him. He wants his step back left, and the Jazz kept someone on his left shoulder, so he couldn't get to it. So he swings it to Dinwiddie, and as Rudy has done multiple times in his career, he understands time and score so well. A pretty massive closeout by Rudy. Dinwiddie not a great shooter, and Dinwiddie misses it, and the Jazz win, and not only that, are alive. alive. And another perfectly executed executed anyway uh defensive stance there because you're absolutely right luca wanted to dribble right come back to the left and probably shoot the three-point shot but the fact that the jazz had doubled and then the most important thing was is that it was in a short clock remember they had 11 seconds on the clock but they still picked the the, the mavericks up full court so i mean the clock started 
on the on the on the front end of the floor, which means they were wasn't able to get into the offense about five about six five to six seconds on the clock. The clock time was not their friend. I gotta give a shout out to this message. Robert says he listened covertly, nice word, in a church earbud in a church meeting, sitting on the edge of his seat, <laughs> alert the whole time. Must have thought I was really into the meeting. Robert, I gotta know when that ball goes in on the Rudy Gobert dunk, or when Dinwiddie's three's no good. How do you hold it together in a church meeting? How do you possibly do that? There's no chance you're holding that together in the church meeting. The star of the game for the Jazz. There's going to be all the talk about Bogey. Robert, please let us know. There's going to be all the talk about of Gobert and the Donovan to Gobert pass. will get overplayed. It was a great play. It'll get overplayed because the stupid storyline that's been out there all the time. And I agree with what Donovan had to uh, I agree with what Rudy had to say on the post game on TNT, by the way. Uh, I just thought everyone <laughs> yeah. know. Um, so you but can't I, say that. But I um, – but I, I'll, I'll say this, uh, the, the hero of this game is Boyan Bogdanovich. Yes. And I, I, I made the comment in game one, in a dark, in a dark clutch alley of a playoff game, I want to be having Boyan Bogdanovich on my side. He set the tone. You know, I, this is a weird example, but Russell Westbrook has all sorts of flaws in his game. Yeah. Except for the fact that you have to play hard if you play with Russell Westbrook because of how hard he plays. Right. Boyan Bogdanovich played so hard tonight, it forced everybody else on that roster to play that hard. Yeah, and just think, he he started off guarding Bronson wherever he was on the floor. Uh, Bronson's been averaging, if I I did the numbers there, about 11 points a game in the first quarter, somewhere in there, and and, uh, Boyan holds him to four free throws in that first. So that got things started, I think, defensively, and you're absolutely right, he was just let out after him and still was able to chip in 12 points uh, in, in 38 minutes. So that was a remarkable. The ball movement was so much better today from the Jazz. What do you see in that regard? Well, they had 17 assists. And I think you and I talked, you, you talked about this before the ball game that uh, 17 assists doesn't necessarily mean there wasn't some good ball movement or anything like that. So, uh, and uh, 15, what a 15 for, for the Mavericks. So it was a little different, of a ball game than what we've been saying. Um, but I think defensively, we probably have to give the Jazz more credit than what we saw offensively. Luke is amazing. He was incredible. That step yeah. back three over Gobert was ridiculous because yeah. I swear if it was into a golf hole, it would have gone in with a basketball. It like just was so dead center. But they do try to protect him defensively, both they always do and because he's coming off the calf. And so they were soft doubling and it lets and it made the Jazz move the basketball. Mm-hmm. Like there is an element where Luca's return defensively allowed the Jazz to move the basketball differently than they've been doing in the series and doesn't allow Dallas to play the same one through five switching defense with five good defenders. Exactly. I mean, that's adjustments, all about adjustments there and then biting into and uh, the adjustments that the Jazz made. Now, Dallas Maverick did a great job, I thought. They gave themselves a chance to win. Uh, fortunately, the Jazz uh, did a little better job and ended up winning the basketball game. Uh what did you think of the impact on the series going forward with Luca back and, and how great he is? Well, uh, was it a slower-paced basketball game? It was. Uh, did um, uh, the, the – I call them the, the, the three wing players for the for the Dallas Mavericks, uh, did they have great nights or great three-point shooting nights like they've had in the first basketball game? You know, not. Benny Smith didn't even – not Benny Smith. Dinwiddie didn't score, I think, until the fourth quarter. I think he only did. He only ended up with two points somewhere in there. He ended up with five points, and he was two for nine. He did not get any, any attempts. One for five from the three-point line. So 
that equation was taken out largely because of the minutes that Luca played. But the other two, Bullock and, and Smith, uh, especially in that fourth quarter, Smith didn't score only two points for Bullock there as well. If you're a Mavericks fan and you're looking at this game, you're talking about a few things. You're talking about Lucas You're also talking about Maxi Cleveland's foul trouble. That right. was a, you know the that same way Mike Conley and Jordan Clarkson got in foul trouble in game two, and it really swung that game. Right. Maxi Cleveland's foul trouble changed the game. Powell ends up playing much more. He does play better with Luca than without Luca. But the, and then Davis Breton's foul trouble. They couldn't stretch the floor quite the same way in this game that they did in other games. Exactly. And and I think what. Maxi, three fouls in the first quarter, yep. first half, or something like that, really made uh, a, a big difference because he's been having such a great, great uh, series there, shooting the three-point shot. 0 for two in the fourth quarter from the three-point line Sharon. by him. I almost just punched Sharon. Hi, Sharon. Right in the jaw. <laughs> right. I was trying to give her a fist bump, but she didn't see it. <laughs> she they would have called it a common foul. <laughs> Nothing flagrant. No demonstrative act. Right. Um, right. The Bullerjack clan leaving everyone happy. Um, so Cleaver only ends up one for four from, from the uh, only got four shots up and only was able to stay out on the floor 18 minutes. Jordan Clarkson's another one. I thought he's played great all series, but he was really driven in an interesting move. I mean, Quinn Snyder with desperate. I, I mean, I'll hold to it. If we lose tonight, it's over. Like, it's, yeah. like it's over. Um, and I don't know what over meant, but it was over in the series and who knows what else. Um, but the um, he rolled it tonight. Like Mike Conley was not great. And then defensively, Mike Conley has such a hard time with Jalen Brunson that they did not bring Mike Conley back into the game in the fourth quarter until the final seconds on an offensive possession. When Quinn, when when Carson gets it going, Quinn rides him a lot of times. And the fact that Conley was not having such a good night, having problems getting a shot off, and Clarkson had it going. He, I mean, he was rolling. So you got to trust that. You know, they trusted all season long with Clarkson and uh, his style – uh, some people don't agree with it, but it's worked for him and worked for the Jazz. Uh, able, to, and I don't know if this is season high minutes for him, but boy, he Maybe. had the 30, 36, oh, 36 was minutes. One of those COVID games where he may have played over 40. Yeah, ended up with, with 25 points and, you know, just uh, three for five. And he that three that he made late in that fourth quarter was, was huge. Jazz win it. Series tied at two. We forget anything? Shooting numbers are interesting this one because Dallas by the end gets up to 15 to 44 for three for 34%. Jazz still only shoot 29% from three, but they do get 35. Donovan had been struggling in the clutch, makes two big baskets mm -hmm. late, one off his own rebound and miss, and a layup on his own creation and an assist. Rudy, who had had a miserable game at the line, either two of six or two of eight or three of eight down uh, the clutch, three of eight down the, uh, in, the, in the clutch, gets the dunk and the closeout uh, to finish it. Boyan, masterful. Um, so all of it, a uh, lot of storylines, a lot of interesting aspect to it. Series tied at two. Jazz still have a very tough task, which is to win two, a game in Dallas at some point in time. But the season is back and the Jazz uh, tied up at two. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Can the Jazz go get one more uh, in Dallas, either a game five or a game seven? And can they win game six? Uh, but a lot of excitement around it. We'll see. So thanks very much. Uh, Locked on Jazz will come to you Monday morning from Dallas as we fly back to Dallas tomorrow. Um, you just put your iPods in when you're at church and yeah, watch, listen to us. Right. <laughs> have a good one. Everybody will have, will have good stories at church tomorrow in Utah. Have a good one. See you guys.